Studio 25. How's it going, everybody? Ron Raymond here from the Ram Report with the Breakfast Club. We're back in action. We are here live on our live stream on our YouTube channel. And uh, hopefully you guys have yourself a good start to your day. As always, don't forget, subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right-hand corner. Or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. Today's podcast is always brought to you by the Ram Report. And the Ram Report you can find here each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. And uh, before we get on with the show, I want to thank everybody who's uh, always in our Discord. And uh, you guys, I'll tell you, I, I, as much as I try to be as active as possible, you guys are the glue to the, uh, the whole operation. And I want to thank you guys for posting each and every day in the Discord. And if you go to the, um, I left a link in the description. And if you go look below this video, you will see there is a link and uh, you can uh, follow the Discord, follow the, uh, the Breakfast Clubbers each and every day. And these guys are in there and they are absolutely fantastic. And they are posting their picks each and every day. And uh, hopefully you guys can join them. And uh, hopefully you guys will uh, will show us some support and then just uh, go sign up to the Discord. And uh, yeah, so we're back. It is uh, August 11th. And uh, you know what? Sometimes it's always good to uh, take a break, uh, recharge the batteries, and uh, you come back and you're refreshed and you're looking forward to another season. I think that's the way to go. I think, you know, it's like anything in life, right? You got to miss it a bit. And then once you're back, um, <laughs> you're back, baby. Hey, as, uh, as my good friend Ric Flair would say. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Hey, if you're with me, give me two. Ric Flair. Tick, tick, tick. Woo! Boom. Yeah, that's the old uh, that's the old call sign of the call show. And uh, hopefully you guys uh, will uh, will uh, support us here each and every day. All right. So uh, before we get on with the show, I want to talk about the show objective. Now, you know, I love the fact that you guys always, you know, bring back the, the football analogies, uh, you know, the coaching. And, and, you know, as a football coach, I'm always talking about uh, culture, environment, and I think it's always like that when you're um, you enter a new job or you're you're, uh, you're joining a new football team, a new hockey team, or any team. It could be a team of life, right? But everywhere you go, I always feel there's some type of culture and environment that you're walking into, right? And it's the same thing here at the Breakfast Club. I think that when when people tune into the Breakfast Club, the, there's an expectation, and, and the thing is, I want to always create a culture of winning, right? As Mike uh, Singletary would say. 
I want winners. <laughs> I want winners too, Mike. And that's why I love Mike Singletary. And uh, we want winners and we also want this, right? Straight cash, homie. Yeah, we want to make some straight cash. And the thing is, in creating this environment, this culture, and it all starts with the people, right? In life, it's all about people. Um, you know, you can have all the money in the world, all the material in the world, but if you're rich in people and friends, I think you got life uh, figured out really good. And to me, that's what life's all about. It's about surrounding yourself with good people and hosting a good environment so that people want to be here. And uh, that's why the Breakfast Club, to me, is a bunch of special people. And you know what? The, 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 the reason why I call the Breakfast Club special people is that they could have let all this just go to waste and just like, you know, after the show went off in, in April and they could have all left, but everybody stuck around. And it's absolutely fantastic that uh, they, they carry the, you guys carry the show. You guys carry the uh, uh, the Discord. And to me, I tip my hat to all you guys. And, and the objective of this show is to help and educate about sports investment. Now, if you look around the industry, people talk about sports betting, sports gambling. You know what betting and gambling to me means? It means luck. It means taking a chance. And that's why... You know, over the last couple of months, I, and if you look at the the, uh, the title of the show, I call it Sports Investment, right? I think this is a sports investment show. And the reason why I call it a sports investment show is because we are, um, we're, we're, we're doing our research. We're doing our research about uh, the, the wagers that we're doing. And uh, to me, it's not about luck. It's, not, it's about doing the proper research, doing the legwork. So that way, when you are laying up at the window and you're making your wager, it's about confidence, right? So hopefully the show will give you a lot of confidence and it'll give you a lot of education about sports betting. And um, this is why I'm always going to talk about the top of the show because anybody who tunes in to the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Rain Report, The Breakfast Club, I always want them to feel like when they leave the show that they learn something, right? It, it's, like, it's like going to school. It's like going to a football practice. It's like doing anything in life. You want to leave that you didn't waste an hour of your time of like, you know, what, what was that all about? What the, you know, what, what, what did I just spend an hour doing? I wish I had that hour back, you know? And that's the goal every time I do this show. I don't want people to walk away saying, man, what a waste of an hour that was. It has to be worth something, right? You got to make it count. Hey, that's one of the, man, I tell you, when you're a football coach and you're, you're, um, you're, you're building a culture, you, you come up with all these uh, models, right? Uh, the, um, uh, these themes and these, these, these sayings. And uh, yeah, so it's so easy to get caught up in that. But uh, the thing I want to talk about, though, is the rain report. And each and every day when I do the rain report, I'm always going to start talking about the fundamentals of sports investing, right? And again, if you ever hear me say sports betting, stop me in my tracks and say, coach, don't you mean like sports investing? Absolutely. Because uh, at the end of the day, we're all about... I want winners. And we want winners, eh? And we can never get tired of Mike Singletary wanting winners because, hey, this we want this uh, this podcast to be all about winners, right? So number one rule in my sports handicapping fundamentals, you got to have value. You got to have value in uh, your selections. Percentage play has got to be in your favor. The performance cycles, you need performance cycles uh, when you're when you're handicapping your games, and I'll get to that in just a few, uh, few minutes. Now, player availability. Now, I talk about player availability all the time, and that could be like injuries, right? Because at the end of the day, um, it, it's not about who's who's uh, injured. It's it's about who's playing, who's available to play, and who are we. Uh, who are we going to handicap in the uh, the lineup that uh, the players are available to play, right? And then the discipline money management system. We talk about money management right here each and every day. And uh, we will talk about the money management system 
and in fact if you go to the um in the description there's some links and if you click on the top five sports betting um tips i talk about some of these things now if you're watching the show you're gonna hear me say a lot about um the type of teams in the rain report right i talk about a b and c type teams a type teams are teams with a 60 or higher win percentage b type teams are teams that are a 50 to 59.9 win percentage and c type teams are teams that are uh 49 percent or lower those what i call the uh the c type teams and you know the golden rules i don't bet on c type teams so if whenever you're listening to the show and you hear me talk about a b and c type teams this is exactly what i'm talking about i'm talking about the types of teams in leagues right and uh, you're betting into a team and like you know i say this a thousand times bill parcel says it all the time you are what your record says you are and why would you put your hard-earned money on a team that doesn't care about winning right those C type teams and then you're gonna hear me talk about teams that are bullish and neutral and bearish now bullish cycles and this is part of the uh, the third rule of the Ram report and I'm talking about performance cycles now if you scroll right down here I'm always talking about teams that are bullish neutral or bearish and I'll be I'll be honest with you in baseball season this year you know how many times I've, I've talked myself out of a pick because the team was bearish and I saved myself a lot of money and that's what this system's all about it's about safeguarding it's about the um, you know about the traps in sports betting investing sports investing hey okay? because we are investors because we're investing our money and when you're not betting on money you're not betting your money you're investing your money betting again it's just about luck right and uh well lady luck's always good to have but uh it's about investing and uh scrolling right down here and rule number five the money management chart and if you click on that i talk about the uh, the money ma- discipline money management and uh, I had a great question last week, and uh, one of my uh, our members, one of our members said, "Hey, Ron, you know what? Um, I see you're betting on this team. I think it was the Yankees, and there there were a five unit play on the um, on the tip sheet, but you're doing three units." And I remember going to him and said, "Yeah, you know why? Um, because the, the, they were so bullish, and there was another reason that, um, that uh, I didn't like it because they were so bullish." And we were in a high market. Yeah, that's it. Because the SBI was so high on favorites that week that I scaled back. Remember, I say all the time, I can't. We can't control when a team's going to win and lose. How many? You know, when a team's on a streak, we don't know if a team's going to go with that eight, nine, ten game win streak. But the only thing we can really control is the amount of money that we bet on those teams, right? And you can see Rusty still in the uh, Rusty still part of the show. Hey, we'll get rusty here on a Friday, but uh, yeah, so that was a great question. And uh, the SBI, the sports betting index, again, part of the system, part of the culture of the rain report. And uh, that's what it's all about. And uh, yeah, so sports investing is uh, a big part of uh, the, the fundamentals here of the uh, rain report. And uh, before we get on to our next segment, I'm going to see, uh, say hi to some of the people that I see right now. There's John Presco. He's in the house. Rick Flair is in the house too. Hey, <laughs> I see Isaiah's in the house. How you doing? It's a Maine's world. Jermaine Brown, how you doing there, Jermaine? Uh, who else? Uh, there's F. F for Fantastics in the house. Bo Jackson. Hey, Bo, I've been following. Man, Bo's got some great pictures in the uh, in the Discord. Hey, this guy, is, uh, he's, he's at every, uh, almost every Blue Jay game. A big uh, Toronto uh, fan, so good to see you, Bo. And thanks for uh, tuning in to the Breakfast Club. And uh, Tongue Tide's in the house. And uh, let me see who else is in the house here. We got Brent. We got Mitchell Watson. How you doing there, Mitchell? Nico Kelly's in the house, and I don't see our good friend Gloria K yet. Put that coffee down. <laughs> Coffee's for closers, right? So 
we'll see maybe Gloria K. She'll come in all, hey, like, like uh, what the Merrick Nation would say. She's coming in all flustered, and uh, she will come in eventually. But, uh, yeah, so on to the next uh, thing here in the rain report on our schedule. If you ever want to know what's, uh, what's exactly going on today in the show, go in the description, and you're going to see a link that says more. Just uh, click on it, and you're going to see what the show is all about for this day. And uh, we talk about the, uh, the show uh, Big Brent, what's good, brother, says Big F. All right, so, yeah. So here's another thing I want to do. And, uh, you know, during the last three months, I've taken a lot of time to think about this show. And I said, you know what? I, I, I don't want this show just to be a talking head, right? I'm not a weather guy. I'm not, a, you know, just a talking head giving you guys the, uh, you know, spitting out information, which is nice, though. I, I don't mind doing it. But I also want to be um, a, 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 a back and forth with the, uh, the breakfast clubbers, which I call the bullpen. And uh, here's one thing I like to do. Uh, we, I call it the Breakfast Club Top 10 Commandments of Sports Investing. And it starts with thou shall not. And these are my golden rules of sports betting. So what I'm going to do each and every day, we're going to come to the 10 commandments of sports investing. And I've only put up five because I want the other five to come from you guys. And then if we get more than five, then we'll, we'll, we'll do top 11, 12, or we'll, we'll come up with some type of title. But here's my top five uh, commandments of sports investing and uh, give me your thoughts give me your uh, opinions in the the bullpen and uh, let me know what you guys think about these uh, commandments right here number one never bet on c-type teams in the rain report with if you do only use beer and pizza money now i'll talk about my uh the i should have talked about the uh the discipline of, of beer and pizza money my my money management system is this i have i have two accounts well two my two uh, uh train of thoughts when i'm investing I got my beer and pizza money, which can vary from $10 to $25. And I got my real investment money, which are $100 units and then go up to $500 depending on uh, how really uh, I love that play, right? So when, when I'm talking about beer and pizza money, it's basically money that, I, you know, they always say you shouldn't, be, you, you know, you shouldn't wager a money that you can't afford to lose, right? And, you know, losing $5 or losing $500, yeah, it's a big difference. It's a big, it's a huge difference, right? I don't feel as bad losing, say, $10, $20 when I'm losing $100 to $500, right? So you got to have installed that mindset of two different accounts because the thing is, who says that you got to come here every day and wager the same amount every day? And when there's only, like, say, like today, there's only seven baseball games or say there's only three NBA games, only two NHL games. What makes you think you always got to wager? Oh, you know, I'm $100 better. I got to wager that. Yeah, but there's only two games today. Why would you do that? right so and hey sometimes you got to take a day off right if it's not there don't force it but the number one rule for me is you got to have a beer and uh, investment money account and never bet big money on crappy teams that's my number one uh, commandment right there because you are what your record says you are says bill parcel and why would you do that right what the hell's going on out here <laughs> exactly what the hell's going on out here when you're doing that hey eh, coach that was coach lombardi there chiming in uh, because uh, hey, we want to uh, show me the money. We want to show you the money today here on the Ram Report. All right, uh, Commandment number two: Never lay points and spread. Well, I I shouldn't say you know for you guys because everybody can do whatever they want. I never lay points and spread sports. I take the money line or I take the the points, and and that's one of my golden rules, right? Because when you're laying points, let's say um, you know the, I'll use an example tonight. You got uh, you know preseason game, right? You got New England taking on the Giants. And when you look at the line going in tonight's game, you got the uh, the Giants favored by two and a half. Why would you lay two and a half when you could spend an extra ten bucks and just play the money line and not sweat 
the the spread, right? Why why spread why why sweat the spread when you can just bet the money line or if you're betting totals? But the thing is, and, and the, here's the, here's another thing: when you're laying points, it's called a, it's called the two team parlay because now you got to cover the spread, you got to cover the spread, and you got to win the game straight up. I don't know about you guys, but in my books, that's called a two team parlay right there. So I never laid points in spread sports. And when if you start doing this, I'm telling you now, you're gonna see a big difference in in three months, six months, eight months from now. Your win percentage and your bankroll will uh, will tell you that uh, yeah, you know what, this is a pretty good thing. Another uh, commandment I don't do, I don't bet on double headers. I don't bet double headers. That's one of my. Uh, I think you know what, I think uh, one of my friends, Dave uh, Smoking Coken in Vegas. I remember him about ten years ago saying that, and uh, pretty sure it was him. And uh, it stuck with me. For like 10 years and i said you know what that that's so smart because you don't know what is going on when it comes to um you know the the, the manager managerial decisions going on that day right we don't know if the starting pitcher is going to have a time, uh, pitch count we don't know the bullpen what their role is going to be we just we just don't know in the second game right yeah in the first game we yeah we have an idea but we have no clue what's going to go on in the second game so that's why to me i don't bet double headers because there's just too much going on there's too much baseball, too much managerial decisions, too much pitching, and to me, it's not a wise decision, so that's why, hey, <laughs> it's baseball. There's 162 games. I think we're okay if we just don't bet that one game in a 15-day game. What do you think, right? Um, yeah, so I think that's okay. Um, let me see here. What else? Uh, rule number four, thou shall not follow a disciplined money management system. I just talked about that, beer and pizza money, investment money. What do you guys think? Um, that's that's one thing I, I think that's very important. You gotta really set a bankroll. I think there's too many people coming into the industry who really um, think that it's a lottery. <laughs> they come in and they think, hey, you know what? Uh, sports betting is easy. You know, and you know what? The, the, the novice better, the beginner comes in and he goes on a lucky street at the beginning and you know, he, he cashes out big, but then, you know, it's just, it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? And then eventually, you know, your luck, everything works out in the end, right? The old Seinfeld episode, 50-50, and this is what the Rain Report is really based on, a law of average theory. And uh, everything that you see here at the Rain Report, you'll hear me say a lot. It's all about a law of average theory. Um, all right, and uh, rule number five, thou shalt not uh, never force a pick. Uh, because I need action on a game, right? If there's only like two games going, and uh, you know it's like oh, two crappy teams, like like unfortunately tonight the Cubbies and the Reds in the uh, the games in the uh, uh, the field of dream games, um, you got two two bad teams, you know, and be, and this, it'll be the only game tonight because every other game is an afternoon delight. Um, yeah, so do not go crazy because it's an after it's uh, the Cubs and Reds in the uh, in the game tonight. So don't force that selection. If you do, be a piece of money. Unless you know you really feel good about that pick, then uh, you uh, straight cash, homie. Put that straight cash right on there. All right, uh, what do you guys think? Any uh, what any other commandments that you guys like to see here? Also, got a new mic. You know, one thing <laughs> one thing when you got um, um, you got followers, you know, or haters, wherever you want to call them. You know, people, you'd, you'd be amazed some of the emails and stuff I get about this the, the old mic. You know, my, your mic's crap. Your 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 voice is annoying. Hey, hey I can't help that. But uh, hey, how's the mic? Is the mic sound okay? Because I you know I'm listening to just me babble on here but you guys are on the other end so um it's an expensive mic so i, I upgraded the mic so i'm hoping the mic is better and i don't get uh, those type of uh hey your voice is annoying type emails but yeah hopefully the mic is good and you guys can hear the uh, the sound bites uh, playoffs don't talk about it. playoffs you kidding me 
Playoffs? Yeah, that's that's for you, Bo Jackson. That's for the Toronto Blue Jays. Don't talk to me about playoffs right now. Sounds great. Perfect. All right. Thank you, Brent Vianney. Hey, good old Brent to use right there. Most trusted. Mike is good. Okay, perfect. Tongue tied. Mike is uh, great. All right. So let me hear some of your picks here on the ten. I need I need your commandments here. I need your uh, thou shall not what. What are some of the golden rules that you have that can make the ten commandment list right here? And I will uh, I'll review them. We'll bring them to the bullpen. And if uh, the bullpen agrees, then we add it to the, uh, um, the uh, uh, audio quality is superb. Fantastic. I love to hear that. Hey, that's uh, uh, Rick Flair approves of that. Laugh my ass off. So, yeah, poor Blue Jays. Eh? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah. Money never sleeps, pal. Just made 800,000 Hong Kong gold. Yeah, money never sleeps. But uh, I need your uh, morning all. Great uh, to see everyone back. There's Mark Nations. Yeah, we haven't seen uh, our... Um, hey, where's uh, where's Gloria K? Everybody, if you um, if you notice here on the, the Breakfast Club, you know, I love these uh, these new logos I did. You know, the sunshine, I, I, I incorporated the sunshine into the, uh, the Breakfast Club, obviously, in the morning. You know, hopefully it's a nice sunny day where you're at. But uh, something about that sunshine just brightens up the... Uh, uh, hopefully the show and uh, I was thinking about getting a t-shirt just with that sunshine the breakfast club and you can see here Gloria K uh, GK right there she's the one who came up with this name so that's why I uh, I gave her all the credit here on the cup of coffee and uh, anytime you think of uh, the breakfast club just think of Gloria K she's the one who came up with the name and uh, she gets full credit for that all right uh, let me see here money never sleeps good morning uh, all right thou shall not bet on team that recently became a b-type team well that's a good one Thou shall not bet on a team that recently became a B. Well, okay. Well, here's the question, John. Where were they before? Were they a C-type team or an A-type team? Eh? Did they come from the penthouse or the outhouse? So you got to let me know about that. Where did, the, where did that B-type team come from exactly? Um, thou shall not chase in order to recover from a bad loss. Yeah, chasing's a bad one. That's a good one. Thou shall not chase. You know what? That, that is a good one. Thou shall not chase. Um, something about not chasing after losing. Yeah exactly f being late as usual uh check the weather of games yeah check the weather i don't know if the i don't know if that's a uh, especially those dome games but um you know may, wrigley field there's a couple of parks that you really got to check the weather wrigley uh, number one i don't know what other park maybe course um what else is a bad park fenway um i heard i heard the wind was blowing in last night remember there was a one shot i think it was um uh, was Atlanta? I uh, can't, can't remember the player's name. Anyway, the announcer was like, "Had this been a normal day, that would have been out in Ver uh, Verdugo. Verdugo uh, made the catch in the right field. Thou shall not try and hit the 25 team early. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're doing that, then we we have another podcast for you, then Mark. Hey, and that's that that's being a jackass. Yeah, exactly. That's being a jackass if you're doing that. If you're trying to hit the 25 team early, that's being a jackass. Exactly. But the number one rule, I forgot to say, I, I always forgot about this. The number one rule of the show. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Yeah, and we will have fun each and every day right here on the Rain Report. All right, then the Breakfast Club, right? This is the Rain Report, and it's uh, the Breakfast Club. All right, let's get on with the show. And, uh, oh, before I go uh, on with the show, don't forget the World Series of Handicapping Season Number 11. That's right, Season Number 11 is uh, on top. And you can see right here. That all the past winners, look at these beauties, eh? That's what I like to, every time I talk about these guys, eh? Look at these beauties, eh? Right there. If you're, 
if you're ever gonna start a contest and uh, or start a new uh, a new gang you want these guys in your gang because they're winners hey mike i want winners yeah these guys can pick winners and we want them in our club these are your past winners of the uh world series of handicapping pro football contest and you know what here's the beauty about the contest this year it's absolutely free that's right no um no money is required and uh it's uh, it's free so all you got to do is show up each and every day make seven picks uh sides or totals rank those picks from seven units to one unit and the person with the most amount of units at the end of the year will win the world series of handicapping ring courtesy of the world series of handicapping and uh, yeah so sign up today at world series of handicapping.com i'll leave a link into the description later but uh, hopefully you guys will sign up and uh, we'll have a lot of fun we'll go through with the uh, contest this year 11th year this is uh, the 11th season i don't know too many contests on the internet now on the internet i'm talking about that's going into its 11th season if you do you know what put post them up there because anybody who's more than 11 years deserves a shout out for uh, being that consistent and uh, loyal to their uh, their fan base right so hopefully you guys will uh, join the contest all right uh, let's get on to as we always do we always pay our respects to the horse racing industry Load him up at Saratoga. There we go. Isn't that the best feeling when you're at the track and they're loading up? Then they're off. And they're off and running today at Saratoga Racetrack in New York. And uh, you can see here the uh, first purse today is 40,000 maiden claiming race, 105 post times, seven furlongs on the dirt. And we are going to recommend some big long shots. Look at that. 816 in race number one. But if I were to play this one, I would take Irad Ortiz Jr. The number four horse, Patrick the Great. Hey, there's a great name for a horse. Patrick the Great, four to one morning line. Give me Patrick the Great today at um, at Saratoga, and hopefully Patrick the Great. And the way I normally bet the horses is I call it the double Dutch betting system. And what you want to do is, you, let's say you want to bet ten dollars, you put five to win, five to place on the number four horse. Patrick the Great with Irad Ortiz Jr. in the saddle. And if he comes in first, you get paid twice. If he comes in second, you get paid once. And that's double is nice. Custom cutting board promo. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you know what? I got to bring that custom cutting board because I'm working with uh, John right now. And uh, we're going to try to incorporate some prizes of the uh, the beautiful custom cutting boards that he has. And uh, I, I think F has one for the, uh, the Saints. I got one for the Buffalo Bills. I'll bring it up tomorrow, but uh, yeah, and um, maybe we'll, if you got a link there, post it up in the uh, in the chat there, John, and people will see the uh, the beautiful cutting boards. And uh, let's get you uh, some uh, some some new customers and you're getting new custom uh, um, cutting boards. All right, uh, what's on next here in the market watch? Yep, so let's go to the market watch, and uh, with uh, which I call the sports betting index, the SBI. And uh, as you can see here, the SBI is uh, what I do is I like to keep my finger on the pulse and this is part of the money management system and again at the top of the show I talked about my five golden rules of sports betting and uh, rule number five discipline money management system and you got to know what's come in the last few weeks last seven days um, you can see here the favorites were in a bullish market 59% which is not bad because uh, in order to be bullish you got to be 57 to 100% but anytime you get like 60 70% that's when I would scale down 
on my units. All right, so 59%, you can see right there, the last seven days, nine and five yesterday for the sides, nine, four, and one to the over-unders. And uh, if you look at the uh, over-unders last seven days, the over is hitting at 58.3%. So we're in a bullish market. So again, anytime we're in a bullish market, scale back your units. So this way, um, you know, you don't, because what goes up must come down, right? And if that's the thing, how do you know, in stock markets, you can, you can follow the charts, but how do you really follow charts in sports betting? Well, you follow the percentage play. You follow the percentage play, and if you see everything going up, and as you can see right here, look at all the overs this week. 7, 2, and 3. 7, 6, and 1. 10, and 5. 7, and 6. You know, what goes up must come down, right? So it's not going to last forever, and uh, that's why I always recommend you scale back your units. All right, let's take a look at the market watch, the Bears and Bulls report. I need a good sound bite for Bears and Bulls, right? Uh, what would be a good uh, sound it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Yeah, close enough. Hey, Norm Peterson, close enough. All right, so let's take a look here at the, uh, the Market Watch. This is the Bears and Bulls report, and again, we talked about the A, B, and C type teams. A for your alpha type teams. Those are teams with 60 or higher win percentage. And you know what? The Yankees right now, ooh. Struggling. <laughs> Yankees are struggling, Joe. Big time. Yankees one and six in their last seven. They need to get back at uh, at uh, Yankee Stadium. They get they need to get back in the Bronx because uh, the road show is absolutely killing them right now. Hey, uh, Harry Carey. Holy cow! Yeah, holy cow! What's going on with the Yankees right now? Yeah, I know I'm wearing a Yankee hat, but uh, again, but uh, yeah, not a good look right now for the Yankees. Confidence level is only 14% in the market. So if you're thinking Yankees right now, that's the overall confidence level of people betting the Yankees. So what do you do? You're probably going to bet them uh, when they start betting, uh, playing at home, right? But because they're in a bear cycle, not a good wise investment. So I would recommend you just uh, scale back and just wait till they get back in a neutral environment. And who else is uh, Toronto? Yeah, Toronto is a, um, a bear. You know, I don't know what's going on with this uh, Blue Jay team here. You know, they, they fired Montoya. They went on a little bit of a streak. And and here's the thing with the hey, here here comes the Ron Raymond rant coming here I can feel it hey day one let's get that rant going out right now why would you go out and get all these players why would you need Maryfield when you have Biggio and I know Biggio is people are gonna say well you know what uh, but Biggio hasn't played a lot you got to give him playing time this is a good baseball player but he's stuck behind that really great all, all stars that's his problem he's on a friggin all star team and he can't crack the lineup why would you go out and get Maryfield why would you go out and get Bradley Jr. I don't understand what the GM in Toronto is doing. And uh, if they think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. They, um, and, and, you know, and I'm not going to get on that jacket rant again. I, you know, every team's got their thing about the home runs. But to me, when I see the Toronto Blue Jays hit a home run, they treat that jacket like it's the World Series. Like, guys, you don't, you know, you hit a home run. Big deal. Act like you've been there before. That's what I tell our players. You score a touchdown. You know, don't get don't get us a showboating cont uh, penalty. Nobody needs to see your showboating, right? Just if you hit a home run, high fives, act like you've been there before, and, and go get uh, you know next play. Hey, that's what, uh, what I tell our players all the time. What's the most important play in sports? The next play. So yeah, uh, that jacket. <laughs> I've had enough with that jacket. Hey, I think it was cute and funny the first time, but as a coach and all that, and I see that jacket being tossed around like the World Series trophy. Get rid of that jacket, man. You don't play for jackets. Well, you do if you're in Canton, right? You want to go to Canton, you want to wear a jacket in Canton. But you don't wear <laughs> for home run jackets, no. You play, to, you play what does uh, Herm Edwards say all the time? Hey, good old Herm. Hello. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. 
That's the great thing about sports. It is. You play to win. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. Yeah. You, you don't start play. telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Yeah. Get so, out. Sorry, Herm, didn't mean to interrupt you. But you play to win the game, not to play to win a jacket, right? You want to win a jacket? Getting, you know, getting, playing football and getting Canton. That's what, then you get your jacket. But if you want to win World Series, act like you've been there before. Next man up. And uh, just, you know, I, I just don't understand what the, the, the GM in Toronto is doing right now. They had a good thing going. Um, and then it's, it's just hopefully they can get back on track here because I just don't know. Whenever you bring in more people into the, you know, more people to the party, you know, you're messing with the chemistry. I talked about at the top of the show, right? When you're setting a culture, you're setting an environment, you're setting a winning environment because you don't want Mike Singletary to come up here. I want winners. And, and tell you all the time, look, you know, what are we doing here? Why are we bringing in new people? It's like a coaching staff, right? You ever go coach on, on a coaching staff and you're meeting new people? There, there's a, there's an introduction level, right? And then there's a getting to know phase. Oh, th- these players have been playing together. Consistency wins World Series. Ask the LA Dodgers. Anyways, enough of the Ron Raymond rant right there. Hey, welcome back, Ron. Hey, where's my welcome back Cotter uh, soundbite right there? Welcome back. All right, San Diego. Um, yeah, I think they got that win yesterday. They needed, they, man, they had some, uh, some big innings there late in the game. San Diego got, uh, but they're still bearish, even though they got that big win on a two-game win streak. Still two and five in their last seven games. Seattle, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Cleveland. Man, Baltimore, watch out, watch out for the Orioles. I said it the other day. There were only four games behind the Blue Jays in the standings uh, in wins, and I and I've been betting. If you've been following the Rain Report, you've been following my picks. I've been hammering the Orioles lately, and hopefully you guys are making some cash with that. All right, let's take a look at the uh, the Bears, Bulls, and neutrals right now. And let's see which teams are bullish, neutral, and bearish. And I click the confidence level. And uh, how are we doing there with our um, how are we doing with our uh, thou shall not commandment, our ten commandments? I don't see too many uh, um, you know golden rules of uh, adding to the commandment list here, guys. What's going on here? I need more commandment rules in the bullpen. So let me know. And uh, have you guys seen Gloria K yet, or what's going on with Gloria? Hopefully she's okay. And uh, man, looking to was looking forward to meeting Gloria K here this morning. Ruined my parlay yesterday. Astros sucks. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Verlander, right? Um, over, and th- th- this is why sometimes in the rain report, you, you don't lay 320. But, you know, you had a two-team parlay or something. You had a, yeah, that happens, right? That that uh, happens. But it, uh, <laughs> as, uh, let me see here. I'm trying to think of a good sound bite for you. Um, I can't find one now. Yeah. Sorry to hear about that, Jace Wen. But, uh, hey. Today's another day. The day ends in Y and the sun came up. Let's go uh, get back on that horse and uh, let's go get some uh, get some winners. I want winners. All right. Let's take a look at this right now. You can see the uh, the two C-type teams, the Angels and Kansas City. Kansas City, good matchup today. You got Granke going up against um, uh, Dylan Cease. That's a really good pitching matchup. Now, what's your first? I just told you the pitching matchup. Dylan Cease against Zach Granke. What's your first instinct right away? Under, right? I bet you everybody's thinking, oh, this could be a good underplay. Watch out. Be careful. That's how a bookmaker thinks, right? Just showed you right there how a bookmaker thinks. As my good friend Ross Benjamin says, you got to think like a bookmaker. And that's what, uh, don't get caught in those traps. And this is what this show is all about, right? This show is about the the, uh, the five rules of sports investing, not sports betting. But uh, hopefully you guys, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that game in a second. But uh, Kansas City, a bullish team. They're 5-2 and two in the last seven. Angel Cleveland, St. Louis, Baltimore, Mets. How about the Mets, right? Meet the Mets, um, L.A. and Philadelphia. And then you got your bearish teams. Teams that you want to stay away from right now. San Diego, Cincinnati, Oakland, Toronto. 
Miami, Detroit, Yankees, Boston, Washington, and the uh, Yankees, man. The only A-type team in the Bear Club. And uh, you don't want to be, uh, you want to be in the penthouse, not the outhouse right now, right? Yeah, let me know when you find a good uh, soundbite. <laughs> yeah. All right there, Jason Wynn. Uh, let me find. Help me. Help me. Help you. Help me help you, Jason Wynn. There you go. There's your soundbite right there. All right. Hey, I, I didn't leave you hanging. I got you. I got you. Hey, a little fist bump there for Jason Wynn. Um, all right. So let's take a look here. Uh, yeah. So those are the, the teams you probably want to stay away from today in Major League Baseball. But we'll recap all the games. And uh, ABC, um, you know, <laughs> the ABCs of uh, sports investing. A, B, C. A, always B, B, C, closing. Always be closing. Always be closing always be closing your bets and speaking of bets let's talk about dun, 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 thursday night football now here's the thing thursday night football and to be honest with you guys i'm not i don't think i'll be betting any preseason football to me preseason football um yeah a foot there's one thing in this industry i'm just going i'm going into my 26th season of uh, sports handicapping um football's king absolutely football is is the king of sports right budweiser is the king of beer Football is the king of sports in North America. Obviously, not in Europe because then all the soccer guys will be after me. Hey, easy soccer guys, easy right there. Hey, um, let me see here. Uh, good uh, soundbite for. Um... Yeah, there's, there's soccer guy just coming in and knock my door down. He wants to kick my ass because I just talked about, uh, you know, not being the big sport in Europe, but it is. No, um, ask my brother in law. He's a big uh, uh, Premier League guy. And, and the, the Portuguese league, right? Benefica. Any Benefica fans out there? I'll, I'll send you to my brother-in-law. He loves his soccer. But, um, yeah, King of Sports, the uh, the NFL. And uh, tonight you got two games. You got the uh, the Giants minus two and a half against the New England Patriots. I'd love to hear what you guys got going tonight. Who do you guys got going here tonight? And then you got Tennessee against Baltimore. And uh, Baltimore is the, uh, I believe they're the favorite in that game. In fact, let me take a look at the latest numbers for tonight. And you got Baltimore against Tennessee. Baltimore, a three-point favorite, minus one seventy-five on the money line. And then you got Giants. If you're if you're betting Giants, you're uh, braver than I am. Minus one fifty. I to be honest with you guys, if I were to play anything tonight, um, to be honest, I, I really don't. I couldn't even tell you. I, I think I would lean towards Baltimore money line, but beer and pizza money only. And when I look at the quarterback rotations. For tonight's game, so if we look at New England, you got Mac Jones, Brian Horner, Bailey Zapp, and for the New York Giants, you got Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor. Now I do like Tyrod Taylor, former Buffalo Bill. Hey, the story behind that. So about uh, three years ago, I go to Buffalo, and uh, Buffalo Bills my team, and I told my wife, I said I, I need to get a jersey. I need to get a Bills jersey, and uh, obviously uh, the quarterback at the time was Tyrod Taylor. So I'll get a I'll get a Taylor jersey. Don't you hate it when they trade the guy or he doesn't sign back in the team? So now I'm stuck with a number five jersey, eh? And uh, I'll have to find out. Is there a five right now in Buffalo? Uh, maybe I'll have to change my name. But I do like Tyrod Taylor. Uh, what did he go? Virginia Tech? I think he was a uh, Virginia Tech. He was just like Michael Vick, right? Uh, great, uh, great uh, running uh, type quarterback. You know what? Tyrod Taylor would have been awesome in the CFL. Hey, Tracy Ham, Damon Allen, all those uh, running quarterbacks in the CFL. I think Tyrod Taylor, his game was more suited. Can you imagine Michael Vick in the CFL? Hey, I know a lot of fans are like, are you nuts? But uh, he would probably lead every running back in, in rushing. But yeah, uh, Tyrod Taylor, number two tonight. And then uh, let me see here. What else we got? We have uh, Tennessee. 
Okay, Baltimore. Uh, Brett Hundley and then Anthony Brown, number four. Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill. I doubt we'll see him tonight. Malik Willis and Logan Woodside for the... Uh, and here's the thing, right? If you're handicapping this game, you know, don't handicap the, you know, the starting quarterbacks. Handicap the uh, second and third string quarterbacks. And then the Giants, Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Davis Webb. So if I were to play tonight, I'd probably lean towards... Um, but here's the thing. I just talked about... Uh, let me see here. Uh, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley... Brett Huntley, uh, Brett Huntley, isn't that the quarterback that went to, uh, was it UCLA? I think that was uh, Brett Huntley and then Anthony Brown. Yeah, again, only two games on the board tonight, so nothing really to write home about. Uh, when you maybe you handicap the coaches, right? Parcells, uh, Joe Judge, and then you got, uh, let me see here, uh, Fort Baltimore, Harbaugh, and uh, Vrabel in Tennessee, right? So. I don't know. Maybe that's an angle that you guys are looking at. What are you guys betting on tonight? And I can see right now, like the Ravens, but thou shalt not never bet preseason. Hey, you know what? That's uh, that's a good one. That is a, a good one. I wish I had a... I got to be quicker. You can tell I'm, I'm still in my week one here, my sound bites, uh, my trigger finger here for my sound bites. Hey? Straight cash, homie. Straight cash. Yeah, I don't know if I'd... Uh, I, I'd yeah, thou shalt not bet preseason. Yeah, that's a, thou shalt always check injury report. <laughs> I like the fact that you guys are doing. You're playing like Jeopardy. Hey, you're putting it uh, like a question first. Thou shalt not bet preseason. Thou shalt not check injury. <laughs> I love that. Hey, hey man, it, it's like Seinfeld, right? Just uh, anything can happen right here. I love the fact that you guys are. You guys always bring your A game. That's why you're in the Breakfast Club. That's why you guys are so awesome. Um, I kind of like the under in both games says Scott Baltimore Tennessee like to run um, Yeah, it's just it's it's preseason and the thing is you can second-guess it until the, the cows come home, right? Because it's preseason, but um, beer piece of money guys. I'm telling you now. That's why you watch the show, right? Save your money um, Enjoy what it is. It's preseason, right? Thou shalt not bet preseason as Mark nations would say all right uh, rule number two tonight uh, or going on to the second uh, on the agenda, the CFL game. You got Winnipeg. Speaking of greatness, uh, what about those Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Montreal Alouettes? Now, these two teams played last Thursday. I believe it was Thursday in Montreal, Percy Molson Stadium. And um, that's where McGill is, uh, University of McGill. And um, Winnipeg tonight, 11.5 point favorite. 49 is the total. Now, the percentage play, I got Winnipeg winning at 75.5%. The Bombers have not lost a game all year. But you know what? They, uh, they've had some close calls. They, if you look at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the first game of the year against uh, my Ottawa Red Blacks, 19-17, 19-12, 26-12, 23-22. a close one. So there's, there, you know, there's two potential losses, but they, um, they, they, it's about finishing, right? And the, the Bombers do finish. 43-22, that's a blowout. 26-19, that was a great game. That was a uh, Saturday night game in uh, Winnipeg. And if you guys, I don't know if you guys saw that game, Bolivar Mitchell and uh, Zach Claros. That was the game of the year. That was the uh, that could have been your great cup right there. Um, the Elks, Stampeders, 35-28. And then last week in Montreal, that game was 14-14 after three quarters. And tonight you got 11 and a half. But Winnipeg completely dominant at home. Um, if you look at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at home the last couple of years. Man, they are a really good football team. Twelve and six against the number, and uh, let me see their straight up. Let me go to my, uh, let me go to my, um, my trusted database, and let me go right here. Let's go uh, super database. Let's go CFL. See tools in the toolbox. That's what we got here at the Rain Report, the Breakfast Club. All right, uh, home. Let's go here, and let's do the last two years. Let's do the last two years at home for Winnipeg, uh, the Blue Bombers. 
And look at that. 11 and 0. 11 and 0 the last two years. How about the last three years? Uh, last three years. 20 and 1. Wow. Hey, that's like Alabama right now. <laughs> hey, that's like Alabama. The Winnipeg uh, Blue Bombers are like the uh, Alabama's Crimson Tide right now. Yeah, Bombers are good. This just in, Bombers are pretty good. Um, the under. I think the under is where you want to lean here tonight, guys. Um, looking at the, uh, oh yeah, I wanted to show you my playmaker chart. I don't know if you guys saw my video. I, um, I talk about my playmaker chart. I got one for the NFL. I'll bring it out maybe next week. It's all done. If you want to see it, go to the website. Um, just go to um, ATS Stats, click on NFL. And once you click the NFL, uh, you'll see here the, the playmaker chart. Just click on that if you want to check it out. But I'll bring out the, uh, the CFL playmaker chart. Now, here's, here's a chart that I do. And, and you just uh, bear with me on while I explain this. I always I go back to my um, the 1991. I don't I don't want to go to wide right. I don't want to put uh, all my Buffalo Bills fan back into a bad spot on on the first day of the Breakfast Club, eh? Uh, but I just did. Anyways, uh, 1991. The the Dallas Cowboys beat the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl XX whatever. Um, and the, the thing that really stuck me it was my buddy. My buddy says the triplets. Like, what do you mean the triplets? He goes. You can't beat these triplets, man. He goes, you know, Irving, Aikman, and, and, and uh, um, Smith. I said, wow, you know what? That, that's a good angle to look at that way. And what I did since then, and going back 20-some years, when I look at teams and I handicap games, I look at, you know, I talk about it in basketball, the Batman-Robin theory. Uh, you know, you know, Batman needs Robin, Robin needs Batman, right? Oh, there she is. There's uh, Gloria Kay. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only, and there she is, Gloria Kay. In the house. How you doing there, Gloria? And uh, so, yeah. So, back to my triplet factor. So, when I look at teams, I always look at the top three uh, players on offense. Um, and that's why it's called the playmaker chart. And I know all the defensive guys. I can I can hear the defensive guys. Freaking offense. Hey, that's all you guys think there is in football. Hey, just offense. <laughs> hey, if you ever played football, trust me, defensive guys, they're wired a little different. Hey, defensive guys, they get all pissed off when we always talk about the offensive guys. But hey, you, you, um, you throw to score, you run to win, and defense wins championships. That's one of my sayings in football. You throw to score, you run to win, and defense wins championships, right? But back to my playmaker chart. So I look at the quarterback, running back, and receivers, and I compare those triplets uh, playmaker chart to the other team. Right. So tonight, you got Zach Claros, Brady Oliveira, Schoen, and then we throw in kick kickers are people too, you know, eh? kickers are people too so um matt uh, legio here and then you look at montreal you got uh, trevor harris very inconsistent just run antoine a very good running back he and he was fortunate enough well unfortunate that uh, william standback got injured but just run came in and really d displayed wow this guy's a really good uh, running back and then you got eugene lewis i know somebody in the uh in the discord says they're friends with eugene lewis eugene lewis i think is one of the best receivers in the cfl right now so when i look at this triplet factor in the cfl um you can see um you know when you compare harris against uh, claros give me claros i'll take antoine I'll take Antoine and Eugene Lewis. Schoen, Schoen's been really good. He's a rookie, and but you know, so really, it's kind of even, right? When you look at tonight, but the difference is the the kicker, and it's <laughs> and it's the Alabama Crimson Tide of the Canadian Football League right now, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Thirty-three is my score, and Montreal, I got twenty-seven. So it's pretty close, right? So it's pretty close. So when you're handicapping this game here tonight between the Alouettes and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, you might want to consider, hey, beer, pizza, money on the uh, on the uh, on the Alouettes. But I would, um, I would take the under. I think the under is where you want to go tonight in that game. And uh, I would play the under tonight 
Uh, Daniel Schwartz, yes, there are uh, many games situation. I play run line. Uh, right? Did I miss the question? Although it's not considering, uh, let me see here. Did I miss the question? Not consider a spread short, but would you lay the run line in Major League Baseball? Um, yeah, plus money. I won't. Ra- I won't lay one and a half, but I'll take plus money. I don't lay points, right? Why would I lay points? I want to live another day. I want to live another day. And um, it, the, trust me, the bookmakers want you laying points. You know, because <clears throat> this is. And, and, and I'm not going to get all <laughs> one. One. One thing I said this year. I'm not going to get sidetracked with the uh, prop betting and all that crap. But uh, less is more. If I had a T-shirt that I can wear every day, it'd be less is more. I think that'd be one of my golden rules. Hey, maybe that, uh, that thou shall uh, thou shall always say less is more. My boy Eugene banged up. Eugene Lewis, yeah, Eugene Lewis is an absolute. Uh, he's, he's awesome. He's a beast. He's a real beast on uh, for the Alouette. If you ever get a chance to watch CFL football um, tonight, yeah, it could be a good game. Who knows? But it's in Winnipeg, so 30-18 does sound like the score. But I do like the under tonight in the game. All right, let's get to Major League Baseball and how we doing on time. Man, time flies when you're having fun, eh, Mike? I want winners. I want winners. Hey, subconsciously, let's see what I'm trying to do to you guys. I'm trying to subconsciously plant winners into your subconscious, right? So uh, hopefully it uh, works out. Miami against Philadelphia. So tonight, uh, bring out my cheat sheet here. Oh, uh, before I do that, did, did I miss my, yeah, my prop plays. Before I get on to the, um, uh, the uh, <clears throat> uh, what was it, the, uh, the, the uh, baseball handicapping, here are, if you want beer and pizza money picks for the Super Bowl, I said I would uh, say this today, if you look at the uh, chart, here's, put 10 bucks on these teams only. Just put $10 on future Super Bowl winners, and here's what I got for Super Bowl uh, futures. $10 on the LA Chargers, all right, they're plus 1101 right now. Uh, $10 on the LA Rams. I don't know who in the NFC is uh, is as good as the Rams defensively. Um, you know, just, you know, offensively, you got to worry about Stafford's elbow a bit or whatever's happening there. Uh, Buffalo, hey, the Buffalo Bills, plus 615. LA is plus 1200. And uh, Cincinnati, hey, um, you know, I got three teams in the AFC. Uh, the NFC only got one, the Rams. But put 10 bucks on those and um, hopefully, hey, Chargers, Rams, Buffalo, Cincinnati. You don't think one of those teams might go to the Super Bowl? Hey, for 40 bucks, you might have a nice little investment. So that's what I think right there. All right, let's get on to the uh, baseball for today. I'll bring out my cheat sheet. You got Miami taking on the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, you can see right here, Cabrera. Now, he he's a call-up. He, he pitched in June. He pitched three games in June. He's 2-1 and one on the year at two and one, uh, 2.61 ERA. And uh, for Miami, though, only 3-10 against B-type teams in the Rain Report. I'm going to go with uh, Philadelphia here. Seven-game win streak. you got Gibson on the mound. Gibson, 7-4, um, 4.36 ERA. Detroit taking on the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Now, the only thing I'm a little concerned here for the uh, the Guardians is they're sending Zach Plesak to the hill. Plesak has been a disaster on the road. 1-7 on the road. 5.31 ERA. His last win, June 5th against Baltimore. I'm going to go with Detroit. I'm going to go with Garrett Hill. And um, you know, a little bit of a... Uh, um, it won't be a bet, but it's just... And when I make my picks after at bullpenpicks.com is uh, I, I give you my thoughts on every game, right? And I don't bet. Another thing I don't do, and I've been doing this on purpose, I don't bet a lot of totals. If you're a member of, uh, of our website and you've been following my picks, uh, maybe 2% I, I bet total, 5% or less. I very rarely do I bet total. What did I just say about two minutes ago? Less is more, right? If you want to be good at something, to me, I want to be good at sides. Because if I want to invest, remember, we're not betting here, we're investing. If I want to invest my hard-earned money in, in, in sports investing, 
um, it's about it's about uh, research. And the thing is, I don't like you know maybe in my early days, in my younger days when I was just throwing money and just being stupid and, and not really researching a lot of my plays. Now I do my I have to research everything. If I'm gonna be betting on if I'm gonna be betting on um, uh, or wagering on sports, I have to do my research. I gotta invest and I gotta do my research investment right on my investments. So I don't play a lot of uh, totals. Um, all right, so I do like Detroit here. Chicago taking on Kansas City. Remember I said we got a great pitching matchup here with Dylan Cease. 7-1 is last eight starts. Uh, man, 12-4 in a year, 1.9 ERA. And uh, looking at um, uh, the fourth game of the series. And here's the thing with uh, Kansas City, Zach Granke, 3-7 on the year. But um, I think he's better at home. I can't remember uh, Zach Granke at home. Yeah, he's a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde picture. I know his um, road record... Let me see here. Zach Greinke on the road this year. Uh, 0-5, but at home, 3-2. At a 2.23 RA. His ERA on the road is 7.16. So I know what you're thinking, right? And remember, what, what's the, what do you think the bookmaker's thinking like? The bookmaker's thinking, okay, you know what? Um, you know, you got a good pitching matchup right here. The under is where you go, right? Here's the thing. In the uh, four, the Chicago White Sox, the fourth game of the series on the road this year, 4-0 to the over. And for Kansas City, home or away, uh, on the road, fourth uh, homer away, fourth game of a series, seven and one to the over. So that's a combined eleven and one to the over. If I were to play that one, um, I know the pitching matchup is very enticing to go to the under. I think the over is where you want to lean that one. But uh, I'm, I do like the White Sox. Texas taking on the, uh, Houston. Uh, yeah, Houston. We have a problem last night. I don't know what happened there, but Verlander. Uh, yeah, it's Texas. It Texas and Houston, the Battle of Texas and the Rangers. If you remember game number one, uh, Texas went up 4 nothing that series, right? They get up for these Houston games because I'm sure there's some Texas Ranger fans at Minute Maid watching those games. Framber Valdez, 10-4 in a year, 2.87 ERA. And uh, I don't think I want to bet against Houston after a loss at home. 17-6 and six after a loss at home. And get this, 11-1, 11-1 during day games. Straight cash, homie. Yeah, that could be straight cash today for Houston. 11-1. 11-1 day games. Holy cow. Holy cow. Yeah, holy cow. That is a, that's a big number right there. I do like Houston. St. Louis, Colorado. Man, <laughs> here's... Okay, think like a bookmaker. What Combined runs, the last two games, 35 runs. You had Colorado score 21 runs. And uh, St. Louis, they got, well, they got waxed in game one, 16-5. But they won last night. Was it 9-5, 9-6, some of that? Anyway, 35 combined runs the last two games. What do you think the bookmaker's thinking, right? He's thinking, oh, you know, betting public. You know, think of the market psychology of the betting public. And they're thinking over, right? They're probably thinking over. So be careful today. You got uh, Dakota Hudson against uh, Herman Marquez. And uh, the Kogo's at 24%. Kogo stands for chance of game going over the total. And it's at 24. What does that tell you? 76% chance of going under. So, but uh, something to think about. Uh, Pittsburgh, Arizona. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't make my pick on that game yet. I'll uh, uh, Dakota against Herman Marquez. Uh, that's a tough one. Bullish. I'm going to go with the cards. I'll go with the cards. Even though uh, Colorado, um, they're better at home than they are on the road. Uh, but yeah, I do like St. Louis. Arizona taking on the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, the uh, I believe the Pirates won last night. And looking at today, you got Merrill Kelly up against JT Brubaker. 60% chance of winning for the D-backs. Merrill Kelly, 3-4 and four at home with a 2.91 ERA. 7-1 and one on the road and a 2.79 ERA. Now, the reason why I'm telling you this is, yeah, Merrill Kelly does 
excuse me, does not have a good home record. But the thing that really struck a chord with me here and that I really noticed is the ERA for the Rodin at home. A 2.91 ERA at home, a 2.79 ERA. What does that tell you? He doesn't get run support. He doesn't get help. He's, he's doing his job. He's pitching gems, but he's just not getting the run support. Yep, we are sure. Uh, are get your coffee cup mug up for the season. Hey, hey what's up, breakfast? There's who's Mizzou? Who's Mizzou's in the house? Hey, there's the network. Hey, there's uh, the, the network's in the house. Glad to see that. Chad Suzuka, there's Corner Gas. Hey, what's going on with your Rough Riders? Hey, gotta, gotta, gotta fix those Rough Riders there. Uh, yeah, and stop beating up on my uh, my quarterback here in Ottawa. Didn't the, uh, those are the, wasn't too happy with the Saskatchewan that day there, Chad. Taking out uh, J- Jeremiah Masoli there for the season. You, you left you guys left off uh, high and dry with no quarterback. So thanks a lot, Chad. Hey, thanks a lot, Chad. Uh, Baltimore, Boston. All right, let's take a look at Baltimore against Boston. Now, Baltimore, man, I'm telling you, this team, if they go on a run. Yeah, they they could uh, who knows who knows for wild card bullish eight days and I'm gonna go with the um, I'm gonna go with Kramer over Winskowski today I do like division game even though both teams don't do well in certain situation on division game Baltimore on the road against division foes seven and fifteen while Boston six and thirteen against division foes not a great record but I'm going with the hot hand I'm going with Baltimore right there Chicago taking on the uh, Cincinnati Reds to fill the dream in Iowa tonight and again. Um, not not two great teams. You got Smiley against uh, Lodolo, two lefties. Is Smiley a lefty? I think he is, right? I think we got a. Uh, let me see here. Make sure. I want to give you some good information right here. Yeah, we got two southpaws going tonight in the uh, in Iowa. I'm gonna go with uh, Cincinnati. I think this comes down to the bullpen. And now I play the percentage, right? Anytime I got a, you know, if if the starting pitcher, I can't make a decision based on the starting pitcher, and it comes down to the bullpen, then. Thou shall, hey, hey, Mark Nations, you got me on thou shall now. Thou shall always play the percentage play. Hey, sounds like a Ten Commandment. Uh, hey, and uh, you know what's funny about the um, uh, the Ten Commandments when I was doing the uh, the title here. Let me go back to my Ten Commandments uh, post. Let me go to uh, I think it was MLB. <laughs> you guys will get a kick out of this. Um, click on the Breakfast Club. Um, yeah, BC. Hey, BC Breakfast Club. BC Top Ten. Uh, before Christ, right here, top ten commandments. Uh, but uh, I put I put uh, Breakfast Club, hey, BC. I didn't want to sound ancient here. Hey, even though I'm going to turn 44 there, 54 in a couple days. Um, yeah, don't want to sound too ancient here on the ten commandments. Uh, I always feel like I need an echo when I say that. Hey, the ten commandments. All right, those are your ten commandments right there. Uh, but back to this one, I do like uh, the percentage play here, even though they're bearish. Um, you know, neutral field. I do like Cincinnati. All right. Let me go to uh, bullpenpicks.com. Let me see what I got on the schedule. That's one thing I wanted to focus on this year. You know, during the offseason, I said, okay, there's some things I want to do in the show I got to be better at. You know, number one, yeah, probably have a uh, a producer be helping, but uh, I got to stick to my scripts. I get all these plans, and I do, and I tape them all here, but sometimes I get off track, and I forget, oh, yeah, I was supposed to do that. I was supposed to do that. Um, that's one of my thou shall stick to the script. Eh? Uh, Ric Flair, what do you think? Uh, where's my Ric Flair? Yeah, that'd be good if I stick to the script. Hey, eh? stick to the script, Ron. All right, let's go to uh, bullpenpicks.com. I'm having a pretty good year. If you guys have been following my picks, Magnums is there. He's having a great year. Already the one man party, Art 55. He's been phenomenal. Art's been really good this year. And uh, we have some new guys coming in. But uh, the main three you want to follow Magnums, Ron, and Art. These guys have been the, uh, the glue of the website this year. And I want to thank them for making their picks each and every day. And let's go to. 
um yeah so you want to follow my picks go to bullpen picks go to most followed look for ron raymond click on follow my picks and then uh, you'll find my picks on the uh, following link right here i'll show you that in a minute all right miami against uh, philadelphia i'm gonna go uh 62 on the phillies that's a 11 uh, 105 start i'm gonna go with detroit i don't trust police sack on the road 52 percent i'm gonna go with the 11 and 1 team on the road uh, at home during day games that's uh Framber Valdez. I don't know if I want to go 60% with Framber, but uh, yeah. I'm going to go with Dylan Cease, 50, uh, 56, good. I'm going to go with the uh, Dakota Hudson, 54%. I'm going to go with Merrill Kelly at uh, 55%. Yeah, he just needs run support, that's all. And I'm going to take a uh, the underdog here. I'm going to go, or the favorite, minus 115. Not a crazy uh, pick. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati, and I'm going to follow my picks. And then what you want to do, is you follow the other people and you compare your picks with their selections and that way you see what you got going all right streetcatcher.com uh eddie oh what happened to our good friend eddie O there i know he's uh sometime he's here but uh um let me see eddie O uh, was on a five game win streak good job eddie O. hey eh? uh good job <laughs> but uh unfortunately uh eddie O lost last night so we will uh we'll go make our picks for today only uh, let me see here let me see. Let me see what I'm gonna pick. It's one pick a day. You gotta make one pick a day. Go on a uh, go on a run. And I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go with Cincinnati, a C type team. And that's why it's only a beer and pizza money. Uh, Cincinnati. I just want to take a look here. Um, Chicago, no, no, 185. Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, St. Louis would be a nice pick too, but they're on the road. Uh, you know what? Oh, you know, here you go. Bingo. Baltimore. The Orioles. I'm gonna go Baltimore tonight and dean kramer against wiskowski i'm gonna save that pick and uh yep i'm gonna save it there she goes and that's my selection today and if you look at the street catcher you want to know who to follow you look at the top 10 current streakers the top 10 all-star streaker hey there's ron raymond right there top 10 all-star hey he's an all-star get your game on remember that song he's an all-star get your game on all right uh let me see here we got to get our game on here and uh this is uh i think who, who loves this sound buddy? I think it's F, my good friend F. We sitting in here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting in here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting in here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about Talking about the fun facts at the 80% club. That's right. Thank you, Alan Iverson. Hey, probably the best soundbite in, in history. Um, I think that's F who loves that soundbite. It, that does not just get you pumped up. Uh, just like the Chicago Bulls theme song. But unfortunately, YouTube wouldn't allow me to play that anymore. I played that once and that was it. I got the old uh, the Ed McMahon uh, hook. <laughs> I got the hook on that song. That's too bad though. I love that song. Um, all right. Let's get to the 80% club, the fun facts. And man, this was a lot of fun today. I, I miss you guys. I missed the show. I missed doing this. Uh, but you know what? It was good to take a break, but it's it's great to be back. It's good to have the Breakfast Club back. I don't know if you guys agree. If you agree, hit the like button and uh, love to hear your comments. And uh, hey, it's uh, great to be back. All right. Let's take a look at the Houston Astros, 11-1 during day games. I talked about that. Philadelphia Phillies, 14-2 as a 160-180 home favorite coming off a National League East division opponent the last four years, 87.5%. The, uh, the Guardians, 13-2 and two as a 160, uh, 180 road favorite playing the month of August the last 10 years. Philadelphia Phillies, 17-3 and three as a 160, 180 home favorite against division foes the last four years. 
Um, the under is 11-1 for the Marlins, 11-1-1 for Miami. As a 140-160 road underdog coming off a loss against a National League East Division opponent like the Phillies. That is the last three years. And let's uh, see we got some more teams here. I feels like I'm only doing Phillies and Guardians here. And Maryland's Red Sox, 9-2 as a 120-140 home favorite coming off a National League East Division opponent the last 10 years. And let's try to leave here on a high note. And uh, let's go. Yeah, this is a pretty good one right here. The over at Fenway um, tonight. 16-4 for the Red Sox as a 120-140 home favorite after a non-division game the last two years. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. And we let them but off the hook. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Yeah, and uh, we're not going to let anybody off the hook now because you guys are all hooked in to the Ram Report. And, uh, Matt, this was a fun, fun show today for a... Uh, a Thursday, Thursday. It was a Thursday, Thursday here on the Ram Report, and I want to thank uh, I want to thank all my friends. And I feel like every time I thank everybody, I like the Whopper Room. Eh? I see I see F, I see Chad, I see Timmy Two Shoes, I see Gloria K, and I'll see you too tomorrow. Okay, we're gonna put it on door. But uh, yeah, no, this is a good show here today, guys. I want to thank everybody who tunes in to the Ram Report each and every day, right here. You guys are awesome. I'll be back here on a football Friday, a friendly Friday. But in the meantime, shop for value, play with the center. And uh, let me see, am I missing anything before I go? Um, nope. Have yourself a great rest of your day. As always, shop for value, play with the center. I'll see you back shortly with another brand new course. Cheers. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who.